Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down. Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to, once again, Bass Guy Get Beers. Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paladin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host, Welcome back to the Mindset Alpha. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. This is here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Hey, here we are. Hey, welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide. It's your uh, saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Tonight, got a couple of my buddies, got one of my Jackson Kayak teammates, my tournament fishing partner, and one of my friends, uh, fishing cohorts, uh, fishing buddy, uh, tournament uh, competitor, extraordinaire, uh, you know, Kevin Wheels, along with uh, my teammate, Michael Fiorenza. What's up, fellas? What's happening, gentlemen? Rolling, rolling, rolling. What's going on, Kevin? You good? What's going on? Oh, it's going. Good. Going, going, going. Yeah, we just wanted to uh we're gonna recap um a little event we just had this past weekend. Um I wanted to bring some of the competitors on and we kind of want to get a little insight, but you know, I want to recap everything, give props out to uh uh the finishers there, the top finishers. Um, you know, uh, the wind played a big detail, you know, for everybody that don't know, if you're listening um, and didn't have an idea, we, we did a multi-species event, a two day event. The first day you fish for your best three redfish uh, with an 18 to 32 inch slot CPR, you know, you got to identify our code and measured your best three fish, submit them for uh, day one. And then day two, we fished on a, a lake here in central Texas and we had our best five bass with a minimum of 12 inches. So, uh, the wind played a factor for sure on some of this stuff. Um, but yeah, we had a, you know, decent turnout considering there was other um, events going on. And we had some people put some fish on the board, you know. 
pretty dang cool. So overall thoughts, Mike. What's your overall thoughts on on the event? You know, combining speed and, and getting. I, it I, I dig it. I like it. It's same. My thoughts on uh, inshore tournaments too. You know, if you have more than just redfish or more than just trout, and you're you're fishing for multi species, uh, it makes it harder on the angler. More decisions to make on the on the water, and you know, you got to work through that puzzle. So I like it. I like the, the redfish, greenfish, but I, I also, you know prior to the saltwater side was fishing for bass. Right. So it, it it's amazing how much you forget. And then it's amazing how much you remember. And it's this emotional roller coaster of trying to fish for green fish after you're so used to going after redfish all the time. So. Yeah. They do have some tendencies and stuff, but yeah, that's why I wanted to bring Kevin on, you know, Kevin, Kevin finished uh fourth, fourth place. He got a decent little, uh, you know, caught some bass that morning. You know, he, I think he was one short of a, of a five fish limit you know he he did he did good out there you know we kind of sent him sent him on his way on uh on bass drop helped him out you know a little bit um and uh he he actually had a couple good days in the water leading up to the tournament you know how, how that um those days ahead of the tournament that you got out there how much did that boost your confidence going into this Man, it was pretty, it was pretty significant, you know, be, you know, I'm a, I'm a saltwater guy, so, you know, that that's foreign waters for me, you know, I've, I've been asking you guys a ton of questions, but being able to hit a, hit that lake up the previous weekend and actually land, you know, six bass, that's a, you know, for me, that's more than I'd caught in my entire life all in one day, you know, <laughs> and right. so it was a, it was a good feeling, but man, I, um, man, that event was fun. It was a lot of fun and, 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 you know, we all have our, comfortable waters that we like to fish for me it was salt water and a few of the right. guys it was fresh water right and so man i think it's uh having a competition you know to to, to test you on both sides you know is it's is, a challenge it, yeah it sets those parameters you know it, call, it forces you to to really dial it in and focus and i learned so much you know i learned so much on, on the, the weekend before um, and then on tournament day you know from you guys and asking the questions but just my time out there you know, I, I was really focused with those parameters and everything to, you know, be kind of tuned into what I was doing. So it was a good experience, man. And I'm already looking forward to the next one. I'm planning on hitting up a, a, a pond this weekend. You know what I mean? It's going to be freshwater. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like some, there's days where those lakes in central Texas right there, Fayette, Bastrop and all those, you'll have 15, 20 on the coast and you'll have five to 10 up there. So there's mm -hmm. days you, you, you might not be, you know, fishing down on the coast and you could sneak away for a couple hours in the morning there and get you in a little good little session and figure them out in their power plant lakes. So they're fishable all year long. You know, oh, yeah. the water mm -hmm. kind of maintains a little bit, you know, they, they, they change their patterns kind of change a little bit. They do spawn early in those pond in those lakes and everything too, but there's quite a few decent lakes right there in that area. Uh, you know, there's another one around also Walter uh, long uh, Decker is what they call it. Uh, that's another good lake with, you know, the hydrilla, the eelgrass and the reeds, um, power fishing you know you know you gotta you gotta finesse stuff in there every now and then but that lake them fish's metabolism them things are high strung like me them fish are high strung like dustin in that lake you know <laughs> you know maybe not that like, high strung <laughs> i don't know man they, they was coming out and they was eating they was eating that morning they, you know and, and that's the thing about that lake there um decker could have been an option for sure but but fayette just like what we had happen during the tournament weekend we had you know we had it was gusting 30 on Saturday. Actually, somebody went missing out of Port O'Connor Saturday in a little sitting-top pelican 
you know, mm-hmm. with no lights. Apparently, somebody said that they they didn't even have a paddle. They just were like, I don't, I don't know Here's the full another. story to it. I'm not really getting into it, but it blew. You know, by the time I got off the water, it was blowing 30 on Saturday. The same thing yeah. with Sunday. By the time we were doing awards, it was blowing 25 over 25. Oh, feet. easy. Sustained, you know, sustained, sustained it, at it, that. And then we fished up until the last minute because we had an option to launch on the south end of the lake, in which oh. people were people were like, oh, a bass trap. I said, whatever. Dude, if I'd have put every fish in the boat that I lost, I'd have been mid-90s. Easy. Easy. I had I had a freaking giant dude just <laughs> pull the old over under behind you. You know, you you, you set up well on that lake. I mean, you've won the tournament on that lake. You I won a lake. few tournaments. Very, yeah, I passed some checks well. on that lake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. It, you know, it's it's funny with the coast to the, to the freshwater stuff. You guys had, you guys had no wind in the morning, mm-hmm. right on Saturday. Yep. Y'all is blowing twenty on you and Dwayne, Dwayne and I yeah. showed up and it was white capping and blowing twenty already, and it didn't let up all day long. And we you still, you still put two fish on the board. Mike had a uh, a catch within 10 minutes to go, and his, his photo timestamp was 158 and 18 seconds. That's what <laughs> yeah. said. So that was he a, got his, I'm going a minute and 42 seconds left to get that picture. He got it done. He got a, what, a 20, 24 or something? 24 and some change right there at the end, you know? Pretty dang yeah. heroic move right there with the wind and everything, dragging in the mud and everything because we had we had some weird tides that morning it dumped on us it dumped on me over here and it never came back in it was supposed yeah. to be a high tide but it turned around so fast that it didn't make it back you know it didn't get a push you know so it was weird <laughs> it was weird i think we I think feel- we were all i think we were all push push pulling ourselves in those kayaks through uh six inches of water most of fighting scooch. that wind right yeah, i had a yeah. scooch in the upic for sure and, and you know I'm 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 actually carrying a little less weight, so I'm you know I'm about 22 pounds lighter than about three months ago, and it's it's definitely made a difference paddling and moving around in that kayak, like turning around and grabbing stuff. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Um, yeah, hopefully, drop another 22. I'm, I'm gonna get back down to fighting weight, man. I wanna wanna be back in shape, dude. I've been been on it. I've been on it. I've been trying to be on the wagon there. Mm-hmm. Gatorade Zero and water and no cokes. Get out and fish in some more of those windy conditions, and that'll in that skinny water that'll 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 dude. Help you I know it'll whoop your butt. Calories too. <laughs> I know, man. It, oh man, it was, and the fish were stubborn that morning. You know, we were, we only had like a, I think the moon. It's new moon today because I had a rough time on the water today. I had four bites today. Put two fish in the boat. Trout wise, did lose a pretty good one, but um, I think our moon uh, percentage is five percent on Saturday. It was kind of like a mid morning bite, but the fish were. St- dingy they were spooky they had them halloween vibes dude i'm gonna tell you right now spooky spooky mm-hmm. as hell yep. um and they just you had to get them to react a lot of times i was just throwing a wake bait in front of them just ripping it trying to get them to do something i think i threw it over 30 fish to get those four i had it was rough rough i can't tell you how many fish i threw at I yeah, mean, we had, had schools. See, I didn't even find schools. They were, we they were all schools. split up we and just like cruising. We had tails, we had crawlers, and every single time a lure hit the water, boom, they Gone. were down. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, we were throwing them into the grass mm-hmm. and pulling them out of the grass gently so that they just basically just trickled down off into the water edge. And even that would spook them and they were gone. Yeah. 
Well, I was talking to you at one time, and you you actually had a fish blow up on the popping cork, and like he hit the cork, hit the cork, hit the cork. <laughs> you know, because all those windy conditions, you know, a lot of times you're drifting along, and it's just easier to just throw that popping cork and just get some noise out there and just try to get their attention, and then. A lot of times, you know, you might have a gulp or you might have a, a, a skinny water shrimp on there with some scent on it, you know, and you just a lot of times that thing's just floating around and it's bouncing around with the with the wind action mm-hmm. and the waves. And they and it they hit it when it's just doing that, you know, just floating around and you just give it a pop every now and then just kind of think there's a fish over there. It sounds like a toilet flush, you know, think you know, there's they, a fish blowing up over that's there. That's the that's the I really need a fish right now, so I'm gonna find a windblown shoreline and throw a popping cork. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Right. Oh yeah, that's one of them last minute heroics. You know, it's like okay, dang, we're going. <laughs> I I really I'll do that every now and then, but most of the time I'm just I'm about throwing my wrist off, burning that wake bait every which way, but loose right, like yeah. fan casting the crap out that wake bait. Normally I can, you know, I've I've pulled a couple last minute heroics with that thing. You know, just getting a reaction out of that, or or a or like a Z like the bullseyes, uh, the eye strike spinner bait. You know, doing that and thumping it around. Same thing. You know, um, so yeah, so man, it was just it's just one of them days. I I like the concept. I like the challenge of it. I like, you know, because you know, a saltwater event you can have multi species. You can have like a slam and all that. That's fun. But then, you know, having to go and fish a lake you never fish like Mike and Greg Hurt. Greg Hurt put a limit up too. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up finishing in third. You know, um, I, I did organize the event, you know, I, I, you know, I just, I just thought the right thing was to do was to roll, roll everything down, but, but I'm being a little more in the background next year. So we, we ain't rolling nothing down next year. <laughs> you put up some monster numbers, man. You put up some monster numbers. It's, I mean, you know, it says something about, you know, the both of you, right. Both of you guys being able to fish freshwater and saltwater competitively, you know, within a one weekend, two day span, you know what I mean? And put up some extraordinary numbers. I mean, that's just, that just, you know, that just shows like the, the time that you guys have put in, you know what I mean? And so, it's, um, and I appreciate all the tips oh, everyone yeah. was no problem, dropping dude. me, you know, but, yeah. uh, but it, 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 it was fun. I had a lot of fun. It was unique. Um, I look forward to the next one. I, I think, uh, I think for this being the, the first or inaugural, you know, uh, go with this, man, I think with the wind and everything, I think the way you put it together, the way you communicated, um, it, it, it was pretty seamless. And I think, uh, just at the captain's meetings and even afterwards when we were wrapping up, you know, everyone was, you know, man, everyone was had, had a good time sharing stories. And a lot of our, like the three of us fished different bodies of water, but mm-hmm. we all, you know, we had similar, similar situations with the fish, you know what I mean? And yep. just, just all that chatter going around was, was, it was a good time, man. 
Yeah, and that's what you know. That's that camaraderie that, that that's part of it, you know, because you had guys that like Jason Smith showed up. Um, he he's saw it through some of the groups on Facebook, and he's like, yeah, he's normally just a bass guy, but he's like, man, I'm about to fish saltwater too, you know. Same, just like flip flop, but then it's like it's a challenge, you know. Um, you know, we had some people that kind of shied away because of the wind conditions and all that, but there's plenty of South Shore lines on the coast to get away from the wind. Hell, we had uh, Lisa Garcia actually ended up second but she actually went in once you know we rolled things down um she actually won won the event you know stoked on her for doing that that was her first time using a tournament management app like as a cpr event she's done live weigh-ins and stuff like that she had never used like a, a you know a, a tournament management app to, to to load her fish and, and do a tournament that way which was pretty cool <laughs> she tore it up she tore it up man every time i looked over i mean her arm was just a blur it was like a hummingbird she was casting <laughs> you know every which way uh, she she deserved that win she had a little bit of a talking a little bit about the, the the saltwater side she had a little bit of calamity that morning you know get, getting going and everything man but you know like like mike you know just keep grinding away turning oh, yeah. in that fish in the last minute you know what i mean it's so it's so easy for like you know what i'm just going to call it I'm going to head back, you know, so oh, I think yeah. everybody really just kind of to the last it. minute. You it never know what can happen. Right? And that's a prime example of what happened exactly. with Mike. Put a fish yeah. on the board right there. Well, how many, how many team tournaments have we done that, Dustin? I mean, just <laughs> grind, grind, grind. We got five more minutes. Let's, let's push five more minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Pull this another fish. happened out, more you know, time than, than yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a big thing. That's a mental, that's a mental thing. Stay mentally strong all the way yep. to the last minute. You know, don't don't give up and don't don't you just keep grinding. Yep. And that's why I was talking. That's why I brought up that with Kevin. He, him having that decent pre-fish the weekend before uh-huh. definitely helped his confidence levels and everything. And, and and you know, he was able to come in and and have a little confidence going into the day two of the event, you know. Um, you know, and I, I just want to give I, I want to give a shout out. I really appreciate everybody that showed up. You know, we had some people. You know, a little skeptical of the wind, but you know that's why we pick a lake with uh, launches on either end of the lake. Or if it would have been this time of year, you never know. It's going to be north northeast. You can launch on North Park, south southeast, south launch on the south side. And that lake was fishable. The whole lake was fishable pretty much up until about twelve, and then it really started getting after it. And you kind of kind of had to find some protected areas, but it ah, was still catching fish up until the last minute. Man, it was it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I got I got wet. <laughs> oh yeah, you're crossing back the, across. Yeah. Crossing back across into the wind. Oh my god, I was soaking wet by the time. I yeah, got it was fun. But yeah, we want thanks thanks to everybody that came out, and then thanks to all the support. You know, from Three Bells, Paddle and Finn podcast, um, Catch uh, Duke and and uh, Nick over at Catch getting the trophies. Dwayne um, designing those for us and getting the Three Bells logo on there for the title sponsor there and. Um, you know, getting them here in time, and everybody was stoked on the awards. Waterloo hooked it up. I know Lisa broke a rod on Saturday, so she ended up winning a rod. Um, Kevin and Mike both end up walking away with reels, and Kevin won the other salinity also. Got a full combo, got a pair of sunglasses. I mean, we got a lot of killer prices. Lisa won the uh, Orion Core 25. Big, th- big thanks to Jackson Kayak and Orion Coolers for donating that. Um, I mean, we had a freaking spread, man. We had a yeah, spread. Everybody of- walked away. Everybody walked away with something. Raffle know? and give away, and, and that's how it's going to be next year. Next year, we're going to have that. Already got a um, commitment on the uh, on on one of the leader uh, individual leaderboards for, like, day one for the Redfish. Um, 
Waterloo's going to step up to the plate. We're going to have a first through third guaranteed payout, 250, 150, 100. That's guaranteed. That's separate from your entry fee. And then we're going to have a title sponsor for, for the day two leaderboard, which would be the, you know, your best five bass. And it'll be the same thing, 250, 150, 100 guaranteed payout to the top three. And then your um, entry fee would be your aggregate total. And then you'd have side pots next year. We will continue to have the big bass and we'll have a, a spot pot, but we're also going to have a um, slob flounder division. We're going to have a, 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 a saddle blanket division. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to have a flounder pot next year also. So we'll have three side pots. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. My second red, the second redfish had four spots on his right side. On his right side, <laughs> yeah. His, on his right side. side. <laughs> yep. And so we were only measuring from the left. I was like, uh. It's one of them deals, man. It's like, you know, you're just so used to measuring those fish with their left side up, with their, you know, facing that, facing away, facing to the left, left side up. It's just, you know, you don't want to get people – in the habit of measuring the other way and then they go to fish another tournament and then they have fish DQ'd, you know, yeah. it's just one of them deals, you know, and then we kept the, you know, bass drop. There's a lot of fish. I mean, that fish, that, that lake, you can, you can have like 50 fish days in that lake and there's a lot of fish in a 12 to 15 inch range. Well, that's why we moved the minimum down to 12 inches. It was going to give everybody a chance to catch fish. Um, I know I had quite a few people message me after the fact, they're like, dude, that tournament was rad as hell, dude. I know Eric Porter was stoked on it. Eric Eric fishes. Eric's cashed quite a few checks on Bass Drop, too, and he loves the salt water. So he's like, dude, I'm in that next year. You got to keep me posted. I said, well, it's going to be same time next year, uh, October. Set it up. Good fall fishing for bass, and the redfish will be on fire, hopefully, again. And we're going to have a good time next year. We'll have a lot of sponsors lined up again. I got a little more time to work on it. You know, I only planned this one about three months back. Um, but we're going to have, you know, just like this one, we'll have third-party judges through Paddle and Finn, um, the people who judge like the noob tournament stuff over on Paddle and Finn, and we'll have some stuff um, in store with that with some of our sponsors. And uh, we're going to have a good time, man. I'm looking for. I'm already looking forward to it. I mean, I'd like to do a whole series on it, maybe have a stop somewhere, just have a boundaries for the salt and fresh like on the Sabine River, have a one like a day one, you know, down around uh, Sabine, Anahuac, Redfish, and then fish the actual tidal fishery for bass the next day. There you go. That'd be yeah. Fun. yeah. And then say have a Rockport, Ranzas Pass, Corpus, and then fish Choke Canyon. And have like a middle coast kind of Matagorda, Port of Vaca, Sea Drift, Port of Connor, and then fish bass trout as like a three stop. I don't know if I'll be able to handle all that, but uh, <laughs> we, we still definitely doing one next year. Let's just try to get, let's try to get, we got the inaugural one out of the way. Let's try to get one more in under the belt and then kind of see where it goes. Um, I think it's, I had a blast, man. I, that's all I know. I just it's I a good it. recipe, man. I think I think the recipe of the salt in, in the fresh water is def you're definitely on to something there, you know. Takes people uh, out of their comfort zone too, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah. good for your fishing. That is good because mm -hmm. you learn stuff and there's stuff that you learn bass fishing that will translate and transition over to redfish. And there's stuff from the redfish side that will transition and translate to the bass side. So not only does it you know, give you confidence in other things, but it, it does boost your knowledge. And then you learn yep. stuff about fish that you might not have known. And 
you know, there's a little more to the bass fishing as far as reading maps and all that and studying lakes and learning their patterns and their seasonal patterns and, and what they're doing and everything. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can go and bass drop and throw a pink fluke all day and catch the crap out of them. <laughs> I'll give yep. that away. <laughs> yep. that, that's what I was doing, you know, uh, and, it, and, it, and it worked for me. I just think that, you know, um, I mean, you're right, right? You just learn. You just learn, like I said, with, with, with being in a tournament and having a time limit and, and you know, um, it, 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 it just forces you really to – to improve your fish ability and, and be productive. And, you know, it's like if, uh, I mean, I always, I always compare it to if you leave your house and go for a walk, if you walk around the block every day, you know, that's, you, you do that cause you enjoy it. But the moment you like put a stopwatch into the equation, then you start measuring, like you want to be faster. You want to work on your time. And I think that's what leisure fishing versus tournament fishing. I think that kind of does that, you know, and so yep. not being a freshwater guy, and entering this tournament, you know, um, mm -hmm. set those parameters for me to where I was, you know, a little bit more aware of, of what was working, what wasn't working, you know. Yep. Um, and so it is, you know, I, I took a lot. I didn't take a trophy away, you know, finishing fourth and stuff. But what I took away is is, is much more valuable for me and my growth and development and, and just talking with all of you guys and kind of hearing everything, you know, um, was was I look like I said, um, I hope they continue, you know, and I can share. I, there was a lot of people that didn't have any familiarity much with it. I think someone caught their first redfish ever from a kayak, you know, and, mm -hmm. and sharing with them some of the stuff that I've learned and I've learned from you guys, you know, it, it, it's a it's a back and forth. So to really just just let us have more time and more fun and, and more productivity, you know, well, out on the water. So one more bass, a 17 and a half inch bass would have put you up into third. Or one more yeah. redfish, even an eighteen-inch redfish would have slid you on. Reds didn't want to cooperate, man. Like yep. those, like everything you guys were saying, I, I dealt with. I just picked an area that was. I mean, I didn't have much to work with. You know, I, yeah, I probably could have was... got out and walked. You know, ninety percent of the waters that I, that I put myself in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my I did. <laughs> I was dragging the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and for me, you know, I got out there on the bass drop, and it was. 15 minutes in, I'm like, you're joking me. I've got this tied. Now I'm hooked on this. I'm snagged on this. I'm having tackle problems, right? Because I was late because GPS took me to some guy's driveway 15 minutes away <laughs> to try to access the ramp, right? Because I put a pin mm -hmm. drop on the ramp and uh, I, I called Dustin. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I have no idea where I am. I'm coming back. I'm, I'll be there shortly. Yep. So everybody launched and it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was Don. late trying to and Don and then and trying to put it together and get myself back in the game, get my head in the game and get going. And then the, the initial tackle stuff. And you know, when you go through all of that, um, I went to comfort fishing because I saw I saw a couple bass in the slop where they were actually pushing up in the, the slop yeah. and in the mats and their backs were coming out of the water. And I'm like, okay, that's all I needed to see. I'm throwing a frog. So <laughs> I changed everything to a frog and throw a frog. I think it was like third or fourth cast, send it out there and boom, big blow up, hits it, pulls it. I set the hook and I had my drag backed off on my reels. Mm -hmm. And I'd never tightened I my drag because, you know, I always loosen the drag. And, you know, that fish, that was a good fit. That was probably one of the bigger fish that actually, that weight wise, that I felt all day long. But I lost nine fish. 
my bass drop just doing stupid stuff that I shouldn't be doing because I'm yeah. not bass fishing regularly. Yeah, know? getting them to blow up through the mats and get a good hook set is tough at times. Yeah. You know, you got to let them take it, depending on how thick the mat is, how aggressive they're feeding and all that does play, in, play into yep. the, the role there big time. But, yeah, man, that was a, was a pretty cool event. You know, I was stoked on everybody coming down. You know, uh, another Jackson guy came down, Greg Hurt. Um, Lisa Garcia won. Uh, Mike took second in spot pot. I got big bass. Um, Greg Hurt got third. Kevin fourth. Um, I go around the top five, and then uh, Jason Smith came in with a with a uh, fifth place. Yeah, five bass. No, four bass. He had four bass. Didn't get his five. Would have been. Some you know, do you know what we also did competitor wise very well for this? Um, we kind of all know each other through yeah. through Facebook, right? Through or, Facebook. or through tournaments yeah. or through anything else, social yeah. media. And uh, we were able to talk to each other and say, Hey, you know, I have no idea where I'm going to fish for redfish because I'm a bass guy. Yeah, well, come on, you know what I mean? Bring it, yeah. let's go, right? And I think that that was really good because it. it it's not like that normal tournament where you're you're you want to protect your spot when you protect everything go you know what i mean it was yeah. no nah, let's go man let's go no we, like i said we I'm, I'm gonna need all the help i need on freshwater right? we so had a couple go. other guys that were going to show up but they just couldn't make it we have one on the way back from the kbfnc at midway usa we know the ar-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern american history known for its modularity and widespread use it's often considered essential to any gun collection the essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Dakova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And then they had some stuff going on, Richard Penny and his son Jake, and they were going fishing. I was just like, come on down with me. You know, I'll put you somewhere and y'all, you know, just go blind cast this all down this bank and you're, you might get, you're probably going to find something. <laughs> you know, just put, a, put them in the right area, you know, just like you did with Dwayne. Dwayne, Actually, uh, you know, prayers go out um, to Dwayne Tapp and his family. You know, he had some uh, medical complications with his daughter. He couldn't make the day two. Um, so, yeah, uh, thoughts and prayers for, for, you know, him and his family. And then, uh, yeah, man, it was just a cool little event. You know, I appreciate everybody coming out. Um, you know, and then, then there's some other stuff going on. <laughs> I'm just going to bring up some of this other <coughs> jackhole stuff, man. Oh, <laughs> Lord, here we go. 
Let's let's yeah, dust and go on good. a rant. This isn't no spot burning rant. This is this is a rant about a, a tournament series that I don't know. I don't really know what to say, man. It's kind of I might get too mad if I really talk about it. <laughs> okay, so there's this tournament series that's gonna have a tournament in Keith Lake area, and they're gonna set up at the Keith Lake launch with duck season going on. Second weekend, old rig. second weekend of duck season. Second weekend of duck season. And then all of the marsh down there is blocked off with the leases. You, you, it's going to fish super small. Everybody's going to be stacked in Texas by you, for one thing. So we signed up thinking there wasn't. We didn't know there was a mandatory meetup the morning of. Hold on. I'm on night shifts. So You're on night shifts. I'm on so night shifts, so no I can't way make there anyways. But that, that's yeah. why I was just like, I'm on night shifts. When we get off work, we'll be able to fish you know, within 45 minutes, an hour of me. And we're fine. We're good. And then we'll just get off the water at noon and haul ass back. And we're we're good. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to fish home waters, but I was going to fish somewhere closer. Somewhere between Matagorda and Galveston. I wasn't going to fish over here. But, you know, I was on night. So that was the whole deal. And then we was like, well, we can't do this. And then Mike was questioned, you know, Mike questioned, you know, the entry and then the, the, the meetup and it was mandatory and all this and that. And then freaking this tournament director goes freaking ape shit. And then well, kicks us out of the group and says, we're not in touch with the kayak. community. I yeah, I wish I, I had a screenshot. I'd share it and let people see this. I, I asked for clarification <laughs> and then it kind of escalated from there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I left it very simple. Like, Hey, Dustin and I can't make it then. If it's going to be, yeah. if it's going to be mandatory, Dustin and I, I, I spoke with Dustin and, and we can't make it, you know, and I asked for a refund and it tailwinded from there. I mean, it entirely went spiral out of, out of control. Right. And uh, we got thrown out of the group. And yep. then there was a post made and then there was a video made. Yeah. And then there were more posts and questions that popped up. And then and after the fact, then he opens Terrell, it up to a it opens what, it up to 70 miles. 70 mile radius now, and you don't have to check in. How about that? How about them apples? But so Terrell pissed me off the most was that post and saying that <laughs> He called us, he called somebody, I guess he was referring to us, I don't know, calling us pot lickers. And he don't even have the defi- definition of that right. Yeah. You know, a pot lickers, when somebody comes up on you, you're already catching fish and they're, they're, they're going to invade your area. But he referred to that and then he kind of paired us in about not being disconnected from the community and compared us to those walleye anglers, which was like, what in the hell was he thinking? Right. Oh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin shaking his head. Kevin, Kevin was uh, part of the group. It's too. unfortunate, man. It's yeah, I was unfortunate, man. You know, when you when, when you run a trail series, and I get, man. There, you know, I, I would never even jump down that realm and try to take that on because I know I understand there's a lot of behind the scenes and a lot that goes to it, right? But um, these guys aren't rookies when it comes to this, and I think it's unfortunate that every stop this every stop that they've had. You know, this is the first one where they've done this. And I don't and I know you two guys, right? You guys love to fish and you guys wouldn't have signed up for this if this would have been, you know, um, yeah. if you guys were well, aware. Right. And, and so, if, yeah. yeah, if well, it was blatant, and, if it was yeah. told that this was a shotgun start uh-huh. and we couldn't make it, we would not have signed up. for it, Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's that would have solved the whole issue. Right. So I never would have grown from that. His never whole thing from that. insinuating we're scared to fish other bodies of water. 
We fished and apparently all over knows, the place. Uh, damn, I went to Connecticut. I went to Okeechobee <laughs> this year. I'm Gulf Shores. Uh, all these lakes. You, I do map studies and all this crap, you know. And it's like, damn, dude. It's not like we're not in tune with the community and with fisheries and different areas. It's just like, man, it, it really struck a nerve, you know, because, you know, he was like, well, we're, we're in it for the sport and we're in it for this what, and that. And I'm like, dude, what ate me I'm a up? host of a podcast. <laughs> we got a platform too. Uh, I'm involved in the kayak Doesn't, fishing community with Jackson. We, and it's just like, we man. share part, we spare, we share sponsors with him. I mean, we, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it, it, what ate me what up was my mind. What really ate me up was the way that it was responded to. Yes, and it was like it didn't need to escalate to that. It no. was hey, and as a tournament director, it, he he should have you know responded I mean? in a different way. But he he's got a track record, so he did this okay. to Chris on the first one. Chris, and then he, uh, uh, Lewis? Uh, no, no, Drew, uh, Drew's Drew's brother, Chris. Uh, oh, Chris uh, Turner. Turner. Yeah. He did this to Chris. And then when Chris Lewis said something, he blew up and made a video about it. So Chris made a return video about it. Right. Yeah, and I'm I like, this, this is like kindergarten shit for a tournament yeah. trail, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it does not need to escalate to this stuff. It really yeah. doesn't. You know, but there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of extracurricular banter that's really unnecessary. At the end yeah. of the day, you guys. You guys Absolutely. realized it was something you signed up for something that that really didn't fit your parameters. And rather right. than just saying, you know what, I'm glad we caught this before before the day of and refunding your yeah. money. But I think that I think all that was the way it should have gone down. But the extracurricular putting a post talking about the cheating walleye national scandal and putting that in the same conversation with we refunded a team and talking about, you know, judging, you know, or, or criticizing their, you, you know, this team's uh willingness or 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 contribution to the sport you know we, we I haven't think been that refunded yet. let's make this clear we haven't been refunded yet messages uh, are being ignored and i've sent amex on them because i'm i'm, I'm sick of chasing it i got better shit yeah. there's some there is some right. there's some chatter around <laughs> refunds in the past too a little history yeah, of we've that. Heard of, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was, yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, something in, yeah. The, in the past with some some guy named jonathan right <laughs> You know what, Jonathan, Jonathan wasn't there. There was a handful of them, uh, or a handful. Yeah, to, you can't. They they had had to, you have to pay for the whole season, correct? They had to pay the whole series up front, and, and then they canceled, canceled one of the events during the season and didn't refund for that event. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a good. One I mean, too. it's it's a uh, but it's it. I'm gonna put that all in the past, right? Because uh, it's all in the past. Yeah. I mean, we were going to try to start gets, over. But you yeah. know what gets me? It this is this is what really this is where I think. Anybody that wants to take a tournament trail national and make this big event needs to understand that kayakers are not boats. Right? Exactly. We that are not boom, boaters. Right there. The reason we fish like this is because we can launch anywhere. Yes. We spend more time keeping fish alive and dedicating our time to making sure that we have healthy fish for weigh-in. Even after fishing all day, and driving two and a half or three hours. And we're stopping and checking the fish. We've got all the time. Change your water out when we can. Live wells in the truck. We are Uh pros at this, right? I got O2 (laughs) on my live well on my. So I think we've had the last couple of years, what we've had two fish die in the live well. Everything else has died on the stringer before we even got to the live well. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 
we have a pretty good track record of keeping fish alive. Uh, um, but you can't group kayaks into a boat regiment. If yeah. you're going to do a shotgun launch, you need to have a body of water that's suitable for all kayaking types. And that's fine. If you want, if that's the, the rule, every kayak tournament has its own rules. If you want to have a shotgun launch in a location, have a shotgun launch in a location. People that like it will fish it. People that don't like it won't fish it. That's uh, that's just the name of the game. Just like, right? just like Hobie and Bass and all that. Hobie don't allow motors. Absolutely. You don't like not allow Absolutely. motors. All good. So, so, I mean, but you can't group kayakers as boaters. And no, that is the biggest mistake that tournament trails make. Because we have an entirely set, different skill set. And we have an entirely different way of approaching things than boats. And if you try to make us fit a mold, it doesn't work. True, and it actually it actually is detrimental to fish health and to conservation, yep. because you're you're, you're forcing people into this box. I'm over here. I'm over here grinning because I think you guys need to get a little bit more fired up, man. So that's uh, <laughs> you know, I mean that's that you know it's what we do. You know, um, kayaking is not easy, right? And and there, this tournament yeah. kayaking is is different. And you guys, we all understand that. I love the fact that you just had a tournament, Dustin. And you fish tournaments, you know what kayakers do, right? And until you're in those shoes, you know, until you are leaving your house at, 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 at 2 a.m. and launching at 4 a.m. and paddling miles and miles into the wind, pitch black, and then, you know, doing everything to right to keep those fish alive. And, and, and you know, until you walked in them unless shoes, you're going you through all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for an individual to set rules and parameters and say, listen, this is this is this is how we're going to do it. And this is going to work for you guys because this is what works for the boats. It doesn't correlate like that. You know what I mean? So I think that's, I mean, I understand the passion. You guys are getting fired up. I love it. Um, but that's, that's what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what oh, we yeah. do. You know, we're not boat anglers. We're, we're not, we're not recreational kayakers. Like we put in the blood, sweat, the tears, the, the, the financial component of it, the time, you know, and, and, it, and it's, and it's different. It is different, and it's a lot deeper. And there's there's a lot more fabrics to, to what we do, I believe, yeah. um, as, as kayakers. And so, I think that's why whenever we have these tournaments, I think that's why there's such a camaraderie because we can look across at everybody and kayak kayakers. From my experience over the few years at these competitions, we're not we're not like some of these other events where I see the boaters looking at each other sideways and doing this and that. We all understand what we went through to get there to that, to that way in. Right. And we all share mm -hmm. our stories and we chatter about it. And so, you know, like I said, the whole thing is unfortunate. I, I you know, I think it could have been handled differently, but yeah, for you know, sure. outside of us being friends, like, I don't think you guys did anything wrong. I don't, I don't believe any of that stuff. And the guys that know you know that oh. you guys don't fall into that category. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, I, I, it's just irritating just to see that. It, you know, our, I guide, right? I guide, I, 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 I write articles. Um, you know, everything that I'm involved with is helping people fish, fish better and get better myself, right? Yeah. Um, you know, volunteering, time volunteer, you know, hell, Dustin, I just volunteered to judge a online tournament for, for Heroes on the Water. Yeah. You know, we're, we're active in this community to a greater, much greater ex extent. And I think that kayakers, as well as boaters, I mean, boaters have a lot of stuff going on as well. Um, we just have a different flavor, right? Because we, we're, we're kayakers. We've got a different flavor of, of, of the cuisine there. Um, but in, in the end, we're all chasing the same thing and we're all trying to be 
good human beings, stewards of the environment, and you know, have a good time and challenge ourselves, right? So, uh, uh, I just, I think, I think it's unfortunate. I think it escalated to the point where it didn't need to. And, and hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I have no desire to go fish the series. You know, so... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend my money or sponsor money on the series. So <laughs> that's the way it works. Is what it is. Yep. Maybe it would have went handled a different way. Maybe it would have had a different outcome. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of hat you got on there, Kevin? Uh, Waterloo. Waterloo. Oh. Oh yes. Yeah, one of them raff, One of them waffle prizes. <laughs> well, this pretty uh, sharp right there. Or no, is that I bought this one. I actually, I actually out. went into. The, I went into the store and bought this one. Sweet. I was, doing, I was doing some work down there in Victoria, and I swung in. There you go. Going there nice. with Jimmy and the guys. Uh, yeah, big-time supporters of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And myself, man, that's a mm-hmm. great little company there. They, they got things lined out, man. They're going to have a big sim showroom coming up. I'm going to have, have some goods and goods in there, man. They're stocking up in there right now, getting ready to get it all ready to go by the end of the month, hopefully. Looking pretty clean in that shop. Lots of tackle. Um, everything in there now. It's a, it's a full-on tackle shop along with the custom rod building and everything else you can get in there. Pretty dang cool. Um, but, yeah, man, I know we, we kind of went off on a rant there for a little bit, but it was just it just I mean, <laughs> a little, little bit off my chest there. And, and uh, get real and raw on that, you know, because it, it kind of struck a nerve. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get – yeah, 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 yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate you guys coming on, recapping the Redfish, Greenfish, Smackdown. Uh, it was good times, man. I, I enjoyed all y'all coming out. Um, I'm looking, man, I'm looking forward to next year already. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like ready, ready for real. Like get down and dirty again. Chase them. We just don't need that water to bottom out as much as it did. <laughs> It made it a challenge. I felt felt so bad. I felt so bad for Dwayne. Oh, yeah. Dwayne's got got bad knees. He had knee replacement and surgeries on the other one. And we came back out of this little cove, and I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) There was no water. water. (laughs) That happened to me coming back outside of a little little marsh drain. I went back in this little back lake, and I was coming out, and there's a little point that comes across right there, a little sandbar. When I was coming back out, I was like, Oops. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I, I would have we would have got like, somewhere like, I was there was there's no and it's kind of soft. So I was like, it was like 50 yards of scooching. Yeah. And all three of us, all, all three of us run motors, right? So we, yeah. we always get humbled. We always get humbled in those moments where we got to scooch and, and and you know cover all that oh, yeah. cover all that all that water by paddle and drag, you know what I mean? And and uh I did a was, lot of uh, mule kicking. Yeah. A lot of dragging on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in the only deep pocket back in there, I hooked this, what, 38, 39-inch 
black drum monster yeah. on a, on a gulp so corp. Wasted 20 minutes on that. 20 minutes, 20 minutes. I'm out there. Like, come yeah, on yeah. for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh, there before man. on tournament day, you know. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Once again, guys, thank y'all for fishing the tournament. Thanks for everybody that supported it. You know, uh, you know, thanks to all the listeners out there in the podcast land that, that listens to this uh show here, Chasing the Tide. And uh, you know, if y'all got any ideas or anybody y'all want to be guests, y'all go to check the Facebook page, Chasing the Tide on Facebook, and uh drop us a message. Let us know who y'all want to see or hit my personal account. Let y'all know who y'all want to see on the show. Or if you want to come on the show, drop me a message. We'll just have a roundtable discussion like this. You know, these are always cool to have, you know. So, yep. Thanks, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, cue the outro. We out. Hang tight. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your midwest premier paddle sports destination go to rocktownadventures.com eastport marina the beautiful destination on dale hollow lake if you're looking for lodging kayaks kayak accessories or anything fishing related on the beautiful dale hollow lake go to eastport.info and jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today The most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.